Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Your pals are back for two hours on 95.5 WSB. Mark Aram and the gang with you till 8 in the p.m. And then I'm out. And I'm not eating. Yom Kippur starts at sundown tonight, and I don't know if I timed this thing because it's cloudy. So I'll get off the air in time to eat something quick on my way home, but I don't know. I might have to eat during the show. Can you just turn the light on to make it seem no, like it's daytime? No, no cheating. You can't cheat God, Longoria. So no. I might have to heat up that old Chinese food before the end of the show. Because yeah. I didn't. Can you see what time the official sundown is? Yes, you should have done Give me reasons. Birmingham sundown. <laughs> G- give me a little cheating well, you, you can go to Texas. We're an hour behind. It's at a uh, 713. Oh. So you're like, if you, I mean, can oh, yeah, you eat on your way you're out? You're in trouble. You better eat now. I, am I leaving at 7? No. No. Just yeah, I'm going to have to eat on the show. All right. Where's intern like Jake? We haven't done that before. I know, Maybe, right? Uh, to give me some food. Anyway, I'll be off tomorrow celebrating uh, Yom Kippur, the holiest of holies for uh, Jewish folk like me, atoning for all of your sins. Nice. Oh, Not okay. you listening. The, I'm, I'm talking about the bananas in you here. You need so. an extra day? You'll be all, no, no, no. One <laughs> yeah. day, that's it. Are you sure? That's it. I, for I, all of us? And you have I, to fast, right? The whole I, time? I don't eat from sundown to sundown, and I go to synagogue, and I pray, and then slates wiped clean. Nice. Yeah. Can you drink water, or can you drink stuff? It depends who you ask. Oh, okay. Like the real hardcore stickler Jewish people Nothing. don't do it. They don't brush their teeth, which can be really nasty in synagogue. Um, they don't drink water. They don't drink well, coffee. Well, they're not eating anything, so why do they need to brush their teeth? They shouldn't have bad When breath. you wake up, they're not brushing their teeth when they wake up. They have morning breath. Yeah, you still have morning. So I've been in synagogues, like hardcore synagogues, where it's nothing but morning breath. <laughs> yeah. And I went to nice. one. When I first moved to Atlanta, I didn't have an, uh, an official synagogue. And I went, I, I knew this uh, Jewish guy, Paul Friedman, rest in peace. One nice guy. And he took me to one, and I don't remember the name of it, but it was like really orthodox over in like the Highlands area. And I'd never, I grew up in a reform synagogue, which is kind of what Erickson thinks of Episcopalians. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So just yeah. to paint, you know, that, um, that was, I was that kind of Jewish guy growing up. A little, little more hardcore than that. Sure. So I went to, he took me to this orthodox one, and I didn't know it was orthodox. So in an orthodox synagogue, um, you can't wear on Yom Kippur any animal products. So no leather belts, no leather shoes, whatever. Oh, wow. Paul Friedman told me this. So I, you know, had the canvas Chuck Connors and no belt, whatever, because that's how hardcore it is. No leather, blah, blah, blah. Sneakers. But I'd never been to a synagogue where they separated the men and the women. So on the left side of the of the temple were all women, and they had, like, shower curtains. Big dividers. Yeah, but I mean... Not big. It wasn't like President Trump's wall. Sure, but sure, it was sure. like you know they could they could go through. They could <laughs> sure. pass through. But it was like you you couldn't really look at them. And it was weird. Like I'd never been experienced like that. So after the service, Paul wants me to introduce me to the rabbi, and the rabbi standing there with his wife. And I was like, it was a really moving experience because I'd never been to a hardcore. You know, it was like you were in Israel. Like this is hardcore. Yeah. 
And then I go, he's like, uh, this is the rabbi, you know, Berkowitz or whatever, and his wife, Sasha. And I go to shake her hand, and I didn't know <gasps> I couldn't shake her hand. Big no-no. Yeah. Even I knew that. I didn't know that. <laughs> she looked at my hand like I was handing her, you know, uh, Costco so honey. on that day? <laughs> I don't know the rules. Uh, I don't think I can do it at all. I think it's certain, like, again, depending on how hardcore you are, because I've met an artist, a musician that was like that, and his wife came with him, and she was... Wouldn't even look at some yeah. of the men in the building. But let me just put let me put this to to myth uh, this myth to to bed and to rest. This is not true. There's a there's an anti-Semitic rumor going on that uh, Orthodox Jews when they uh, make nookie they have to do it through a bed sheet and they oh, cut no. a hole in it. That's not true. <laughs> okay, that is a hundred percent not true. And it's not easy to do. I tried that once. It's really, very, yeah. and it ruins your sheets. It's not yeah. a good oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it's not true. So yeah, so the bottom line is I have sixty one minutes to eat my final meal, and yep. the key is. Don't eat a big meal. Really? Yeah. I've, do, I've made that mistake in the past. I've gone to, like, Olive Garden's Never Ending Pasta Bowl or uh, Golden Corral because you stuff yourself. You eat so much that your stomach stretches. Oh. And then when you wake up the next morning, you're hungry already because your you're stomach. So it's, it's like just have some protein, some vegetables. Uh, maybe Something a, to sustain you. Yes, yes. So, uh, you know, I was planning on hitting Chick-fil-A on the way home, but I don't think that's going to happen. Oh. Maybe get uh, Uber Eats over here. But anyway, yeah. so there you go. Uh, so I'll be off tomorrow, but we're going to have Braves coverage with Von Hessler starting at 3, mm-hmm. and then Erickson's coming on 4 yep, to six, 4 6, and then Shelly Winter yep. from 6 to 8, and then Doug Turnbull post-game coverage. Hopefully the Braves will win it on uh, the holiest of holies tomorrow. Um, I got a bunch of stuff to talk about, but I, we do have some breaking news. We heard from Jamie Dupree and Chris Chandler. Where is So they're going to have a presidential debate here in Georgia. Probably in Metro Atlanta, which I, I mean, it, whatever. I hope it helps the economy. I'm not going. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be there. Although we're going to broadcast from there, no? Uh, why would you plant that seed? <laughs> why would you plant that seed in the programmer's head? We are going to be now outside of <laughs> sick that day. The yeah, they're gonna, we won't sick. get inside. We'll be outside. Yeah, we'll exactly be outside. right. Good job, Longoria. <laughs> but my my initial thought was. When this happened, I was like, oh, you know, it doesn't impact my life. It'll probably screw up traffic, whatever. But it's good for Atlanta on the, on the international stage. But I said this to Chris Chandler right as it uh, the story broke. And I think I'm dead on on this, Chuck. And I think you will agree with me. Okay. So here's my initial thought. The breaking news is there's going to be a Democratic debate uh, in Georgia, most likely in Metro Atlanta. And my initial thought wasn't about the debate. But my, my first reaction was once the Democratic debates are over, that's it. There are going to be no presidential debates. You don't think so? Donald Trump is not going to show up to debate anybody. I think he is. No, he doesn't have to. You don't think he, he only did it last time because he had to. He's the president now. Not a chance. It's not constitutionally required. There's absolutely he, no, he likes on Twitter TV, any man, and he likes taking shots. He, I, I'm, my, I don't know. I, I. If I was a wagering man, we could make a friendly bet, sure. Chuck. A pound of matzo ball soup versus a pound of elk steak or whatever you eat. Sure. I don't think we're going to see presidential debate. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Oh, it'd be great. It's, it, I think he's going to be like, why would I? Whoever, let's say Elizabeth Warren is the nominee. Let's say uh, Joseph Biden gets taken down by the Ukraine stuff. And let's just say it's Warren. Um, he's going to be like, why? why? I'm the president. Not, it's not constitutionally mandated we have to have a debate. And he's not, I guarantee you. 
Yeah, you know, and they'll they'll still give him enough. He'll go do some yeah, uh, event a rally. somewhere, a exactly. rally. He'll get all the things out he was going to say in front of her anyway. Yeah, he'll still get. Yeah, you're you might be right. I, I, I don't really, know. You might be right. Just just for I mean, I grew up with Donald Trump, not physically, but right. you know, when I <laughs> really when I was eight years old in in Connecticut, New York, he was he was a personality. Like I've known yeah. that guy my whole life. I know his mo. And now as a president, I mean, look what happened. I mean, we're not going to talk politics tonight, but I just think if I was a betting man, I don't think we're going to see any presidential debates. Like, con- congressional subpoenas, nah, we're good. Eh. You want my taxes? Nah, I'm all right. Like, unless unless there's, you know, he's mandated at point. the point of a gun, he's not going to do anything he wants to do. And I think he's going to be like, no, why raise her profile and do a debate? That's, with the, that, that's yeah. a good point. So that that's, that's my initial point. take is I don't think... We're going to see any presidential debates. I think we're going to have these Democratic debates, and hopefully they'll start, you know, winning down, down the field a little bit. And by the time they get to Atlanta, what what day was that in Atlanta? Did, did Chris Chandler say sometime in November, right? Yeah, the first of November. Somewhere. Yeah, no, November twentieth. Oh wow! Uh, so the DNC announced that the MSNBC and Washington Post will host the fifth Democratic presidential debate. I think after the Democratic debates are over, there's no more debating. I'm I, fine with that. They're they're dumb. Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, they're not. They're just talking... Po- I, I don't get anything out of them. It's I wish they did them, like, fodder. real debates. Like, yeah, they're not. They're not, no. Uh, like high school to, debates? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was on the debating team in college. Like, that... So yeah. I, so I like real debates. The, what we see on... No, these aren't that's why I, I don't care if yeah. I ever see one. But, that, but I, I, I'm not a betting man, but I, gar- I, I, I would wager we're not going to see any presidential debates. I know President Trump. He's not going to do them. Why do I do it? I can speak directly to the people on Twitter. That's true. Yeah, he's there's no he's proven that unless I'm wrong and there's something in 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 the Constitution that says oh you you must debate Elizabeth Warren in Beacon Falls, Massachusetts. You know I don't think unless it, he sees a, a, a tactical TV he likes TV unless he just sees a tactical advantage to it. But I, you're right. But he he'll, he might be right. But if there's no debate, he can just counter program and, and do a, a rally in uh, Corpus Christi, Texas, or Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, he'll last there. Whitefish, Montana, or he'd draw a hell of a crowd in Whitefish. I know he would. I, so there you go. That's the breaking news. That's my take. I don't want to spend too much time on politics, but do you think we will have presidential debates? I'm saying no. I don't think we are. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. I want to talk about this story. Do we have time to play the story, Longoria? Um, a couple months ago, we talked about. The triggers. Remember that that uh, woman that was in the public's aisle with too many uh, items, and it, it caused the dust up. Yeah. And we talked about triggers, and that's one of my triggers. Another one of my triggers is when people cut in line. Like it, just it, in general. In general. So let's say um, Longoria and I are going to the the movies on Friday, and there's a, there's a long line to see the Joker, and someone cuts in the line in front of Longoria and me. I would like that triggers me. Or if you're waiting for a concert or a comedy club or anything where you have to wait online. If you're one of those Black Friday wackadoos that waits out all all night for the thing. Don't go to Six Flags. The, Six Flags. Like, anytime someone cuts the line for me, that's a trigger for me. And someone's doing that on a daily basis on Atlanta's interstates and getting away with it. And it's triggered me to no end. It doesn't inf- impact me personally, but I know he's cutting all of you. When we come back, I, I don't have time to play the story. When we come back, I'll tell you about that story. We'll talk about the debates. We got little Sanjay with Would You Rather. Does Alex Williams know this food? We got a monstrous pre Yam Kapoor show on the market. I little uh, Spanish accent there. Yam Kapoor. Half Spanish, half Russian. 404 872 
WSB Talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Arab. Do you think we will have presidential debates? I say no. What say you? It's the Mark Arab Show, 95.5 WSB. Before uh, I pl- I'm going to play this toll uh, scofflaw package after the news. Uh, I'll take your calls on that, but I, I want to know if you think there is going to be a presidential debate or not once the Democrats choose their candidate. I say no. 404-872-0751-800 WSB Talk. Michael's in Atlanta. Michael, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? Hey, Mark. Uh, happy Holy Day. Thank you, you, sir. Are you, you said that you're fasting tonight from sundown to sundown tomorrow? Correct, uh, yes. Well, I became... Don't feel bad because I became Catholic on April 15, 2006. Congratulations. Every, thank you. Every Friday, um, it amazes me that a lot of Catholics will eat meat on Friday when we're called to offer sacrifice to the Lord. No meat or chicken. Every Friday of the year. Yeah, exactly. So when I well, I grew up in a mostly Catholic town. I've been to, I don't know, eighteen midnight masses on Christmas Eve. Love them. And every town on every restaurant in town on Friday had a fish special. Like every town, every restaurant. It's it's Fish Fridays, Fish Fridays, which is why I love Lent so much because you get the two for one deal on the filet fishes at McDonald's. <laughs> love the Catholics. Love Lent, Fish Fridays. All right, when we come back, will we see a presidential debate? And uh, Toll Scofflaw really making me mad in Metro Atlanta. This is the Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Louis Anderson, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. No sleep till! Welcome back to the show, 639. 79 degrees on Peachtree Street, a modest... Five on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter today. A little Sanjay coming up. Does Alex Williams know this food? But the breaking news you heard about 40 minutes ago, the fifth Democratic presidential debate will be held here in Georgia on November 20th, most likely in Metro Atlanta. Uh, I don't really want to talk politics, but as soon as I heard that, I, I realized we're not going to see a real presidential debate. I, I don't think that President Trump's going to do it. I think he's his own man. And unless he wants to, Chuck thinks he might want to for the, but I don't think he's going to. Although, you know, wait 10 minutes. He might change his mind. Yeah, but I, if I was a betting man, I don't think we're going to see a presidential debate. Your thoughts on that at 404-872-0750. All right, so back to this toll scofflaw story. Drives me crazy. One of my triggers is when people cut me in line. I don't care if you're uh, twice the size of Longoria. I will say something. I'm not a tough guy. But if you cut me in line, I'm like, dude, what's the deal? Remember the uh, the office episode, the pretzel pretzel day? And uh, Phyllis tried to cut Stanley and Michael in the pretzel line. And Stanley was, was not having it. He's like, back of the line. That's me when you cut in line. So there's someone that's been cutting us in traffic in line. A guy that's been using the express lanes and not paying for them. Steve Gelbach, our buddy from Channel 2, did the story yesterday. And it blew my mind. Steve, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? Hey, good. Hey, you're the traffic expert. But I've been researching this last couple of weeks. I feel like I'm the... A toll cheat expert here. Tell tell me how bad this guy has been cheating us and cutting in line. Okay, I've been going through all these records, and these are all like the worst of the worst to end up in the state administrative court. And he actually has to go to court later this month in October. But going over his records now, he ran the toll, or he got into hot lanes on 85, and he did it 924 times. This is from 2017. And, you know, you do the math, that's, what, twice a day as if you're commuting – 
for every you know 260 work days a year, that's twice a day for almost two years, and he's done this 924 times. That just the tolls that he didn't pay, that you just add up the amount of money, mm-hmm. it's five thousand sixty nine dollars and twenty four cents. So if he but had then, if he had paid for the tolls, it would have been five thousand dollars. But since he didn't, what's he facing for fines? Well, if you use your Peach Pass, you know if the, most and most of the violators about five percent of the users across all the systems. So usually it's like a you know they forget or there's no money in the account or it's in the wrong place. Well, you end up paying a twenty five dollar fine per violation. <laughs> of that toll. So this guy's bill that he now owes the state and these records I found, I'm not going to use his name because they haven't been able to track him down. I talked yeah. to uh, his wife, but interesting story there. But he now owes, let me get this number right, $28,619.24. 28K in back tolls and fines. I w- I'm so mad at this guy because, listen, I see how bad traffic <laughs> is on 85 every morning and every afternoon. And, yeah, it would be great to use the express lane for free. But you ha- that's what it's there for. You have to pay for it. So he's basically, all the people that are using the regular lanes, he's basically cutting you in line at the movies. You know, you're waiting to go see La Bamba Longoria, and this <laughs> oh, guy back? says, this gets back, La Bamba Part 2, uh, the crash didn't happen. Um, and this guy just cuts in front of you. That That's so infuriating to me. Well, this just goes to show you how easy these tolls and these fines can add up. If you get to this point, it's $25 per. Well, if you don't get a notification or they can't find you, then... It all gets reset, and you can negotiate, you know, to pay the back, just the back tolls. And that's kind of what happened to this one when we talked to her. You know, she had 200 some dollars in fines from mm-hmm. 2014, and now she has a judgment against her for more than $10,000, but it turned out she didn't even own the car anymore. Uh, so there could be a legitimate story yeah, yeah. here with this guy. We just don't know it yet until he shows up in court. And if he doesn't show up in court or he gets a judgment in front of him, so what happens when you go to the state administrative court, the judge can not just give you the $25, you know, fine yeah. per violation. They can tack on a civil civil penalty. Yes, tack that $70 on. $70 per violation. So he could end up owing, if you do the math, and I'm not good at math, but it's 924 times, times 75 bucks. Yes. Plus the 28000 Do it. He could owe, it's like $90,000. $90, I just did that yeah. in my head yet. $90,000. It's crazy. That's, it, yeah, so. throw the book at him. And here's the deal. <laughs> They can't soft serve this. They can't be like, well, yo, it's 90 grand. Give us 600 bucks. No. My, so my uncle used to have a business, and he would often put people on credit. And if they didn't pay, you know, Uncle Marty's not going to collect. He'd have Nicky the fish. This, this big guy, Nicky, the Italian guy, that was his hammer. Oh, Nicky's okay, knocking at your door. Sir, I don't know if the state wrote has an Uncle Nicky or not. Listen, <laughs> listen, if Everybody you're listening. Everybody has an Uncle Nicky. Yeah, Nicky the Fish <laughs> is available. Uh, I can fly him up here for the uh, toll folks. And, and Nick, well, if Nicky the Fish knocks on your door, you're paying what you owe. So that, okay, I think well, I, knocked this, I did knock on this guy's door. I yeah, you're not Nicky the Fish. fish. <laughs> you're Gailbach. I mean, come on. I, I assume, Mark, that he was at work because he obviously he probably works every day in commutes into the city. So yeah. I, it was during the day. I did track down his... I called his phone number, and yeah. his, his wife, who says that they're separated, they're still married, but she had no idea first how to get a hold of him, where he is, and she had no idea that he owes now $28,000 and possibly could have a judgment for $95,000. You know what you should no, have said? No that, this is why I couldn't be your TV reporter. Like, oh, did you know he was going to some woman's house twice a day on the evening? <laughs> anyway, Steve Gelbach, I got to run. Thanks for your time. See you, buddy. You're right. All right. Oh, that infuriates me. Your thoughts. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Only about, uh, I don't know, 20 minutes left for me to eat. I threw down some leftover Chinese during the break, though, so I'm good. I'm, I'm sustained. Speaking of food, Alex Williams will join us with uh, Does Alex Williams Know This Food in just a second. Let's get some calls up and out. Mike's in Atlanta. Mike, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. 
And, of course, there's going to be a debate. Are you kidding me? Trump's not going to pass up an opportunity, and he's definitely not going to let them take advantage of him not participating in a debate and letting, you know, Warren or Buttigieg or Biden or whoever wins get up there with a stage with an empty lectern with nobody standing there. I don't think Trump. they would do that. I don't think they would do that. I think they just wouldn't have them. I mean, there's no mandate course, to have the debates. Of course they would do that. They would give them an opportunity for two hours of softball questions from the other no, side. No, that's, that's awful TV. No one would watch that. And they won't do that just yeah, for TV. They would, no one would watch that. Well, here's this. When Trump won two or three million votes... When he said Hillary Clinton would go to jail if he were president, he's not going to pass up an opportunity to do another. All right. We'll uh, see. We'll see. Mike, write down Mike in Atlanta. We got a bet. We got a gentleman's wager. I don't think we're going to see a single presidential uh, debate. Steve's up next in the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Steve. Yeah, I agree with the previous uh, uh, previous caller. I don't think Trump's going to pass this. Uh, and uh, uh, the, the media would love nothing more than to have a single Democratic nominee on the stage. Yeah. I, I work in right television. It's empty, not going to happen, empty. Steve. It's not going to happen. They will not put on a debate with one person. Just won't happen. They, it's they, not really called a debate then at that yeah, point. Yeah, no, exactly right. Yeah, no one would. There's a hundred, there's a thousand percent. They're never just going to put Elizabeth Warren on stage by herself for two hours. Just, the advertising just, money they lose would be astronomical. Yeah, it's just, it just wouldn't happen. Bob's up next in the show. Hello, Bob. Hey, Mark, how's it going? What up, brother? The uh, under head with the express lanes needs to be hung up over the highway. <laughs> I want to out this sucker. I want to find out his name. I know Gelbach was the journalist, didn't want to do it until all the, the facts are straight. But when when everything is uh, is buttoned up, I want to know who this dude is because that's... Uh... Yeah, no, yeah, no kidding, man. His ex-wife ought to file charges on him, too. <laughs> he's, cu- he's literally Trump. not just cutting line uh, on you know in front of six people at a movie theater. He's cutting line of a thousand people driving 85. Why did it take this long for them to catch him, though? I don't know. Mm. I don't know, Longoria. That's the follow-up story. That is. Longoria, exactly. So listen, President Trump might do the debates. I might be wrong on that. But if he doesn't, they're not going to hold him without him. Just not going to happen. Uh, Rhonda joins us in Jackson. Rhonda, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, Mark. I'm fine. Thank you. I'm actually headed up towards Atlanta driving. Um, I think Trump will do a debate, and the guy who does the fines, how did they not find this out sooner? Can they put a hold or a restriction on his driver's license until he pays the fines, which is kind of a catch-22, because if he doesn't have a license, either he's going to do it illegally, or he can't go to work, which he can't pay the fines. I don't know what the machinations are there. Um, You know, I'll reach out to, well, I can't do it tomorrow because I'm off, but on Thursday, I'll reach out to my friends at uh, the Toll Authority and see what's going on with that. I'll get the inside scoop and have an update for you on Friday. All right, let's play Does Alex Williams Know This Food? 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 That boy don't know what that is. All right, it's the Jewish holiday, so we're going to do a little Jewish food, Alex Uh-oh. Williams. The food tonight is, I'm going to give you, you can do one of two. You know, there's an abbreviated version and there's a long version. You ready? All right. Kasha or Kasha Varnishkas. Does Alex Williams know this food? Kasha. I'm going Kasha. Or Kasha Varnikas. Get out of here. What are you looking at? You're looking at cheating on my computer screen. Uh, Kasha. Is it a type of potato? It is not a type of potato. It's probably my least favorite Jewish food of all time. It's basically like a buckwheat, ground buckwheat. It's, it's like, think of a really bad quinoa. 
That's what kasha is. Oh, kasha varnishka. I was also going to guess rice. But. Yeah, kasha varnishka is when they mix it with noodles, which is a little better. But there was an episode of Seinfeld. I would do. Yeah. I was just going to say when it, dad, he's in there with his dad. Yeah, George is in. George's dad is that divorcing boy the mom. Does not know what that is. The way he did not. I didn't. I knew he wouldn't know it. That's good. Don't ever eat it, by the way. So George's dad's getting divorced, so he's staying with George, and he's eating kasha in bed out of a bowl. Like cereal, and he's getting it on there. I remember. Oh, yeah. it's all over. What's your They're favorite Jewish twin food? Bed. My favorite Jewish food? Yeah. I'll tell you after the break, little guy. The filter right. fish. Have, a, have an easy fast, uh, little guy. <laughs> all right, we're going to come back. Uh, your calls and uh, little Sanji with Would You Rather on The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show for Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB. My whole family's here tonight. Deborah Green produces the show. Longoria and Justin on the other side of the takeout window. Low Tizzle screens your calls. Little Sanja just minutes away uh, with the Would You Rather segment. Always funny. And I'm just minutes away from not being able to eat. But I scarfed down the remainder of my Chinese uh, food, chicken and vegetables. It's a solid That is space. solid. Not too much. It, it filled me up. I'm going to drink a lot of water. And we'll see how this goes. I can't eat for 24 but hours. But how many hours do you get into it and you're like, oh, I'm so hungry right now? Usually. Traditionally, 3 to 4 p.m. is where I'm like, what's going on, man? Mm. And then you only have till sundown, right? Yeah, but that's, you know. Yeah, that's another three or four yeah, hours. Exactly yeah. right. So, Especially when you're hungry. And when you're hungry and sitting in synagogue and everyone's stomach's growling, it's tough. That's tough. I'll make it. Listen, Longoria, I've done this for, oh, I know. I, I, you know, you for got decades. It. I've got to send you pictures of food tomorrow. I've, yeah, don't. Let's just send you yeah, pictures do of not, food. Do not. I will turn my phone off, you sons of biscuits. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I want to talk about that uh, scoff law. If you missed Steve Gelbach from Channel 2, a guy has taken 950 trips in the HOT lane in, on 85 and not paid. That drives me crazy. I'm sure after the first hundred, he was like, eh, they're not going to get me. You know, like, yeah, apparently, like, yeah. I'm, I'm doing they're not getting me. They haven't gotten me yet. I'm yeah. going to go ahead and keep doing it. I always, uh, do you guys have peach passes? Deb Green, do you have a peach well, pass? There's no thing on 400, yeah. so I don't need one. That's I mean, true. I can't have one. By the way, I drove up to Alpharetta today. Oh. <laughs> uh, I went to the Publix uh, cooking school. Oh, that's and, uh, cool. That is very mm-hmm. cool. So I made some uh, some cool dishes. I know how to cook. I, I just don't have the time to do it. But uh, not that's your excuse. Yeah, but I don't know how you. That's a long. That's a tough trip, man. <gasps> that's yeah. a tough trip to Alpharetta every day. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Oh, at least by the time you get off the air, the traffic's thinned out a bit. Here. Yeah, when I come in and when I get off, it's not too bad. Yeah, and there you go. Uh, your your thought on the guy that uh, hasn't paid over nine hundred trips in the hot lane at four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. Russ joins us in lovely Gainesville, Georgia. Russ. Come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Russell, 24 hours ago, you were telling us about twins. How did you blow that, my friend? Yeah, they're all mad at me now. But... <laughs> Surprise. Shocking. <laughs> shocking. <laughs> what, what What? did you do to, to uh, tick off well, the twins? Twins, Max. Okay, twins. So I went and got Corrali this morning. Oh. And then oh. The twi- well, the twins start from two different files start calling me. Going, oh, so you're with Corrali now? I go, well, how do you know that? 
They go, well, she just put it on Facebook. Oh, uh, Russ, why Russ. Why do these girls have to put everything they do on Facebook? Two, so now two twins knows. in the hand is better than a corrally in the bush, my friend. Why would you mess that up? You had twins. Well, no, no, they're still, they're calling me. They want me to come get them right now, but they're almost in Athens. It's a long way. Uh, Where so in Athens? I may go. Yeah, I may go get them. I don't know. I, just, I don't want to drive that Speaking far. Speaking of the, oh, I got to, I got to, I, I wanted to bring this up later, but I'll bring it up now. Have you heard of this thing called Get Around, Deb Green? Mm, I don't think so. Google it real quick while All I explain right. to the fellas. So um, on Sunday, Maya and I went to the ramen festival and we took Uber there and back. And both the Ubers were this white car with this sticker that said get around on it. Like it's, it said get around. So the second time I asked the dude, nice, nice guy, this is Uber. I call Uber and he shows I'm like, what's with the get around sticker? So apparently get around this new company that if you're an Uber driver, uh, you don't have to use your car. You you rent the car from this company for five dollars an hour, and you could so you don't have to put wear and tear on your car while you're driving on Uber. And he said the rental car places have the same thing, like Avis and Hertz, where you can rent it. So if you're a professional Uber driver, Chuck, not to saying that your job's in jeopardy or anything, but uh, <laughs> if that if it comes to that, you don't have to use your pickup truck really? and put all the mileage on it. You can rent a car from Get Around for five dollars an hour. And drive Uber in someone else's car. Is that what you're that seeing? That seems Denver? pretty good. Yeah, anybody can rent it for any reason. Yeah, so you can yeah. do it for any reason. But now Uber drivers are renting it. it. Yeah. So let's say, so this guy said he, he goes to L.A. for business a lot. Instead of a renting a car for like $95 a day, he'll rent a get-around car for two hours, 10 bucks, drive to his thing, and that's it. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I never heard about that. I'm late to the game on get-around. Yeah. Interesting. So there you go. So idea we forgot about. So here you go, Russ. That's my my solution. Drive to Athens. You don't have to put the miles on the on the caddy. Just go to get around and and you can rent a car for five bucks an hour. I took that lift thing the other night. You know when I went to see <laughs> McKenzie. Yeah, when you went to when you went to jail. It. Yeah, how was it? <laughs> yeah, it cost me uh, thirty dollars both ways. So that's sixty uh, bucks. It was, it was a long trip. or fifteen each way. No, it was like $27, $20 each way. So if you did the get-around thing, it was 5 bucks an hour. I th- I'm assuming you have to pass wow. some sort of background That's check, though. Better. Yeah, all right. Check it out, Russ. And uh, so I'm off tomorrow. I'll be atoning for your sins. I've got 40 seconds left to eat food today before the sun uh-huh. officially sets. So wish me luck, Russ. Good luck, Mark. All right, thanks, thanks buddy. 404 872 1-800-WSB-TALK. Talk. It's time. It's now time. For Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. He's the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Tuesday and Friday, not on Jewish holidays. He's Big Sanjay with Would You Rather. How are you, buddy? I'm doing well. Just got back from soccer practice, and I am ready to eat. Uh, you're such a so- jerk. All right. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully these Would You Rather questions are not food-related, are they? Uh, we'll see. All right, all right. Uh, so Sanjay is going to ask us questions. We're going to answer them here in the studio, and I want you to play along in your car and see if you agree with us. First question, my buddy. All right, number one, would you rather eat 6,000 calories a day or have to drink four gallons of water a day to be able to live through the next day? I'm going to eat 6,000 calories. I've done that. I do that consistently. <laughs> I'll, I'll eat 6,000 calories uh, and, and enjoy day. it. Yeah, oh, I get it, Sanjay. I get it. Do you know how many calories are in fettuccine Alfredo? How many? A lot. 
<laughs> a lot. Two thousand. Yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll knock out fettuccine Alfredo, yeah, breakfast, three, lunch, and dinner. Three. Uh, I won't three leave meal. the bathroom outside of mealtime, <laughs> but I'll be there. Deb Green, six thousand calories a day, or how much water? Uh, four gallons. I think I that would kill you. I think four gallons yeah, would kill you. I don't think you, you could drink no. that much. I mean, I drink a lot of water, yeah. but I don't think it even makes a gallon. But I, if I had to eat that much food again, I would just get heavy food. Yeah. Yeah. So you do I'll the do food. food? Sure. Wow. That's surprising. Yeah. All right. Chuck? Stop doing the water. I don't have time to eat all that. No kidding. Yeah, I don't want to sit down and eat all that. But then you're going to be in the restroom... Yeah, all day. Uh, well, either way, you're doing gallons of water. He, he's going to be in the restroom all day, no. either standing or sitting. I That's mean, true. one of the yeah. one of nah, the. Other. I, I don't. I don't want to sit and eat all that. All right, I'd rather drink the water. There, you can never mind. Go ahead, uh, Chuck. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to. I mean, Longoria. Six thousand calories. Yeah, all right, uh, Justin. You want to answer? Justin's training with Longoria back there. I'll do six thousand calories. Yeah, I think it'll be at least more enjoyable. Yeah, exactly. Like a box of Krispy Kreme donuts every week. Yeah, fantastic. Guys wouldn't make it past Christmas doing that. No more food questions, Sanjay. Go ahead. All right, number two, would you rather give your past self advice mm-hmm. or ask your future self for advice? Oh, wow. Wow, that's a tough one. Give my, I would love to give my past self advice for sure. There's a lot of things I would, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things. I'd but say. getting advice that. from your future self. Yeah, but what, what is 80-year-old you going to tell you? That's going to make any difference. Buy stock in Resurgent. Who yeah, knows? I mean, maybe. move move to. Uh, did you see that movie uh, with Bruce Willis? Um, uh, it was a futuristic movie. Sh- uh, the Rainmaker. Looper. Oh, yeah, the Looper. Looper. Yeah, Looper. Looper. Yes. Yeah. Where it's crazy time travel kind of movie. Oh, it's awesome. I yeah. love that movie. Uh, so I, you know, if if the world goes to hell in a handbasket, you want to know. Like the the Jeff Daniels character was like, move to China, and the guy's like, no, no, I'm gonna move. Bruce Willis is like, no, no, I'm gonna move to France. He goes, no, trust me, move, move to, to China. China. He goes, no, no, I'm learning French. He's like, dude, I'm from the future. Move to China. <laughs> so like that <laughs> kind of thing. Future. All right. Um, okay. I was thinking more practical stuff, not time travel. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he's coming back. Yeah, he's to coming tell back you. to tell you. Future Chuck I mean, is telling current on, Chuck. Future Chuck comes back and is like, dude, shave, shave the beard, man. Yeah. It's not working. Shave the beard. Come no on. Way. Don't let him call you low T. <laughs> Don't let him call you the first day. Put your foot down. Yeah. Yeah. Put your foot down. Uh, you know what? That's a good point. Um, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to tell myself in the past. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do the past one. I think I'll take the future because if I didn't make all those mistakes in the past, you I wouldn't be have producing a very good, the Mark Aaron exactly. show. Exactly. I wouldn't yeah. have anything to say on the radio. You'd have a much better career. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Low T. I would get more out of telling 20-year-old me yeah. stuff. Than sure. I, I, I will go back in the past and, yeah. and give myself advice because I, I think I would get more out of that. Okay. Yeah, there were some decisions I made that I probably sh- would have made right. Yeah. So I'm going to go back and right. tell myself. Justin, hey, you going to uh, future or past? I'm talking to my past self. Past self? And say, yeah. don't become a Cubs fan until 2014. <laughs> uh, next question, Sanjay. Next question. Would you rather have your doctor explain to you the possibly painful way a loved one died or have him lie and say he or she went peacefully? Peacefully? Lie to me. Everyone else lies to me. Why should the doctor be any uh, different? Uh, yeah, lie. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that, I wasn't I th- know if there was I more to were, come. I thought you were in deep thought no, there. No, I you thought were you like, were still adding. Yeah, no, lie to me. I have no desire to know. I, yeah. yeah, lie. Yeah, ignorance I, is truly bliss. We get nothing out of knowing the truth yeah. on that one. Uh, long Shlongoria. The lie to me. Lie to you. Justin, you're going to lie? Yeah, just not your head. Okay, next question, Sanjay. 
All right. Would you rather have a portion of spaghetti in your pockets all the time and no one knows it, or have no portion of spaghetti in your pockets but everyone thinks you do? Is it in a Ziploc bag or is it like uh, loose noodles? Na- Napoleon Dynamite with the tots in his pants. Like how does how I'm is gonna it? Le- I'm going to let it be in a Ziploc, and I could eat it whenever I want. Just a portion of spaghetti. Portion of spaghetti. Except for tonight. Like a po- like a full portion, like spaghetti and meatballs in my pocket. Portion. So I've, like I've got a, a I got a serving. Not I've like got a spaghetti. You can you can see the outline of two meatballs in my pants. Is what you're trying to say? <laughs> that's I'm, what I was. That's exactly. I'm what walking I'm around with two uh, spaghetti and meatballs in my pants, or, or I don't have no it, but it looks like. Meatballs, but everybody's like. There's the guy with, with the spaghetti, the spaghetti in his pocket. <laughs> I, I Does it magically reappear, like, after you eat it? So, <laughs> so it's, in scenario one, I, I get spaghetti and you don't see it in my pocket. I mean, or do you, you, I, do you probably see it. You do, oh, so you're going to see it either way? So give me the free I mean, spaghetti then. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I want spaghetti. I would rather have spaghetti than not have spaghetti. Very few of my pants actually have pockets. That's true. So we got to play along with this. (laughs) Latex pants with pockets. I don't care if you think I'm eating spaghetti. What do I care? No, you're not eating it. You're just walking around with it. Well, why would I care if you think I have it on my pocket? So I'm watching um, the Braves game yesterday. Yeah. Or no, it was the Nationals game. What? No, Braves game. It was the St. Louis guy. Dude had his iPhone in his back right pocket. Yeah. Like, you could see the outline in his pocket, like, of his iPhone. Like, a batting? Like, he was Yeah, batting, running, he slid on it. Yeah. Like, talking about outlines of stuff in your pants. Like, the guy had his... Like, that's... You shouldn't be taking your iPhone out on the ball field. Uh, Chuck, meatballs or no? Spaghetti is always better than no spaghetti. Yeah, of course. Give me the spaghetti. Yeah, give me the spaghetti. I don't care what people say. Would you rather have spaghetti in your pocket? Definitely the spaghetti. I'd rather have it. Longori, would you rather have spaghetti in your pocket or enchiladas in your enchiladas pocket? Enchiladas in your pocket. Yeah, there you yeah. Go. Sanjay, oh, wow. good job, my friend. Sanjay is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show, by the way. You can find him on Facebook, uh, Brass Tax Accounting, and on Instagram, at Silky the Luckbox. Have a great fast, buddy. My man. All right, have an easy fast. That's what you're supposed to say, Deb, an easy fast. All right, we're going to come back uh, right after this on the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. I want to live in a world where I have spaghetti and meatballs in my pocket every day. I that's, do, too. That's a hell of a world right there. 404. I'm still, wait, speaking of spaghetti, I'm, we're going to keep talking about food because now, of course, I'm starving again. I, I, I am killing myself for not getting that never-ending pasta pass. <laughs> I thought about you the other day when I saw At Olive Garden. I'm going to be 90 years old going, I could be eating free spaghetti right now. Yeah, see, so your future self should have exactly. come back. Exactly. Future self would have been like, Aram, it's free spaghetti yeah. for life. Dollars. That guy ah, sent a photo of it, too. It was all like a huge presentation. Yeah. Got it. They got a big, you got like a big lacquered box with the, uh that's the <laughs> biggest mistake of my life there right there. Not getting the, the Olive Garden Lifetime pasta pass. 500 bucks. You eat for life. God, even the biggest food snob would be like, well, you got to do that, right? Yeah. I mean, I'll never be food insecure again. Uh, Harris joins <laughs> us in Winder, Georgia. Harris, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. How you doing? What's up, brother man? Uh, I just want to call and complain about the guy that wanted to go down the hot lane uh, 950 times. I know where you're coming from, and I hope they fine and give them the maximum fine because... It's about probably the 50th time this month in the last just eight days where I got passed on a double line because people weren't happy with me going to speed limit. Yeah, that, that, I'm, I'm not going to pass judgment on you, Deb Green, right now, but driving on Georgia 400 this morning, 
You guys are crazy up there. You North Fulton folks, you drive bananas. It, it was. It's a long drive. So uh, this is it guy, a bunch of me's driving around? No, they're not that bad. They're just <laughs> very aggressive, like super speeders, like just. Which is impossible on 400. Though this, these, I was, I was blown away by how fast people were driving and like zipping in and out and driving on the shoulder, like like you said, Harris. It was yeah. like this guy was uh, trying to come up the, the left lane, and there was like a minivan in front of him that was that was going more than the posted sleeve, but but slower. The guy went in the emergency lane with the grooves. He was like, you know that? He went over there and and zoomed and zipped around him. I was like, what is going on here? I'm like, I'm just going to be the old man in the right lane. And whenever they open that shoulder lane, yeah, people just drive on it no matter what. Yeah, they don't care about the time or whatever. Yeah, not to pass judgment. I'm sure if you're listening and you drive on 400, you are okay, and you know what I'm talking about, though. Like there were a handful of bananas that made me white knuckle that ride, and I'm I'm a pretty confident driver. Not a confident passenger with Longoria, but I'm a confident driver. (laughs) Um, Coming up next, all I'm going to say is Little Bunny Foo Foo. This is Robert Wagner, and you're listening to that famous anti-dentite, Mark Aram. Twenty uh, some odd minutes into my fast, and I'm hanging, I'm hanging strong, Deb Green. I'm hanging strong. The blood sugar you even level. turned down some food. I did. Jennifer just Griffey just came in and offered me half a veggie sandwich and some cake, and I said nope. Well, Edgar came back. Edgar was at SunTrust Park covering the Braves because they're they're back in action tomorrow uh, for Game Five. And Edgar came to, and he brought, he went to Schlotzky's. Mm, I love Schlotzky's. And got, really? Yeah. Anyway. It's an Austin thing. He got Jennifer and himself sandwiches, okay? How many times have we put, we, the collective we, me, you, Loti, and especially Deb Green, how many times have we put food in Edgar's belly? Dozens? Yeah. I mean, we we feed the newsroom in the afternoons. The the guy can't text me, hey, Aaron, I'm at Schlotzky's. You want anything? Oh, he would have gotten here late. You wouldn't have been able to eat it, you know. Understood. I, I would have turned it down, but hey. But just the opposite. Yeah. The, hey, Longoria, do you mm-hmm. want anything from Schlotzky's? Hey, Low T, you want anything? Yeah, Deb. You, oh, he wouldn't even ask Deb. Deb doesn't eat, but. Yeah. Anyway. I got you. I mean, Edgar, the what? nicest guy in the world. You thought he would have thrown us a bone. Yeah. Well. Anyway. All right. So, Little Bunny Foo Foo. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. <laughs> I have no idea why. You, you, got, you got the, you yeah, got it ready? All right. Ready. So, this morning. In case you don't know, I work mornings and afternoons. So I do uh, Channel 2 traffic in the morning and on WSB Radio with Scott Slade and on 97.1 on The River and on B98.5. So I do that from like 4 a.m. to 10 a.m., go home, go to sleep, wake up at 4 p.m., come back and do the, the Mark Aram show 6 to 8 p.m. So my And I've been doing the, the morning show for 20-some-odd uh, years, 22 years now. So my sleep schedule is crazy. And sometimes I feel the effects of it. Like, knock on wood... I hopefully will keep my health, but mentally it's very trying. So weird things pop into my head. So this morning I'm shaving, and I don't know why this came up, but I started singing "Little Bunny Foo Foo." You guys familiar with "Little Bunny Foo Foo"? I've never heard the song in my life. So really, li- yeah. you say really to Longoria, right? Yeah, yeah. So in my head, I'm thinking, I'm just, I don't know where it comes from. I'm like, it's three thirty in the morning. I'm shaving, and I go, "Little Bunny Foo Foo," hopping through the forest, scooping up the field mice and popping them on the head. And I was like, "What? where did that come from, A? And B, 
What kind of jacked up nursery rhyme is that? Let me let me say that lyric There's again. There's a lot of nursery rhymes there. Little bunny yeah. foo foo hopping through the London forest. Bridges. Right, you think of a little bunny, little bunny hopping through the forest, scooping up field mice and bopping them on the head. What the hell kind of lesson is that teaching kids? So I'm like, it's three thirty in the morning. I I don't even know the rest of the song. Like that's the only part of the song I know. So I go into iTunes and I'm like, Little Bunny Foo Foo, uh, Alexa, find me Little Bunny Foo Foo, whatever. So I pull up this song on iTunes and I listen to the whole song. Listen to this. <laughs> Little Bunny Foo Foo hopping through the forest, scooping up the field mice and popping them on the head. That's all I knew of the song. Down came the good fairy and she said, Little Bunny Foo Foo, I don't want to. Scooping up the field mice and bopping them on the head. I'll give you three more chances. And if you don't behave, I'll turn you into a goon. What the hell's a goon, by the way? <laughs> Something he doesn't want to be. Scooping up the field mice and bopping them on the head. So sadistic. Down came the good fairy, and she said... Little bonnie foo I don't want to see you scooping up the Give you two more chances. She's a very forgiving uh, fairy. I'll turn yes. you into a goon. <laughs> Little bunny foo foo hopping through the forest, scooping up the field mice and popping them on the head. These poor field mice. Down came the good fairy. This is not eating them. And she <laughs> said, <laughs> Little bunny foo foo, I don't want to see you scooping up the field mice and popping them on the head. I'll give you one, one more, more chance, chance, Bunny Foo Foo. And if you don't behave, I'll turn you into a goon. Is there a cartoon with this? Is that what yes. you're watching? Bunny Foo Foo, hopping through the forest, scooping up the field mice and popping them on the head. Down came the good fairy. Our fairy's and done she now. Said, Little Bunny Foo Foo, I don't want to see you scooping up the field mice and popping them on the head. I gave you three more chances, and you didn't behave. Now. <laughs> now I'm going to turn you into a goon. What does a goon look like? And I can't the moral see. Of like the a green, ugly is... rabbit with vampire <laughs> <Hair> teeth. <today. laughs> That's what he looks tomorrow. like. Tomorrow. <laughs> All right, so. Oh, and he's smaller than the field mice. Now the field mice are like <laughs> 10 times taller than he is. So this is all going on at 3.30 this morning in my bathroom. Um, my boss goes, look, comes in, like I feed her. Yeah. And she's looking at me like, what are you listening to, dude? Like, So there's so much going through my mind right now. Like, first of all, that I even remembered that line at age 45 that, like, I remembered Little Bunny Foo Foo line. And then I to, to listen to the lyrics of that, so, I had so many questions. All right, so the person that came up with this, Nursery rhyme? Are we calling this a nursery rhyme? Is yeah, I've song? never heard of it in my life, but I guess it's a nursery I rhyme. I guess it's an American they don't, thing. They, yeah, they don't do it in Tijuana. <laughs> they don't do it in Mexico. <laughs> like, the person that came up with this was obviously stoned out of their head, right? we got to write a nursery rhyme. We're on deadline. Let's get zooted. <laughs> and th- so they come up with a, a bunny who are... Bunnies are like the most lovable things in nursery rhymes, right? They're they're nothing but bundles of joy. You rub their bellies, whatever. They make. They decide we're going to go evil, bunny. We're going to make little bunny foo foo evil. We're going to throw in a fairy, and what can the bunny do? Well, we can't kill the whatever he's going to kill. All right. So we'll just pick him up and bop him on the head. I I had so many questions about this, <laughs> and then the goon part. I didn't know what a goon was. Yeah. How the fact that a that someone wrote that is amazing to me. Like someone was that so far gone. LSD maybe. 
mushrooms. I don't know yeah. what you have to be on to come up with that. Right. But more astounding is it caught on. It caught on. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, well, it's, the, it's the song. It's not the lyrics. It's the, you know. Which, which leads me to my next point. So um, in the break room, we got that radio, right? Mm-hmm. So every time I go to the break room to get a cup of coffee or glass of water or whatever, go out on the thing, um, B98's playing on there. And I'm, apparently I'm so mentally weak, whatever earworm B98 is playing um, sticks in my head. And there's this song about tequila. Do you know the song I'm talking about, Deb Green? Is it Speechless? Is oh, it? no, no, no. It's When I Drink Tequila. When I Drink Tequila. Right, Can yeah. you find that, Longoria? Yeah. So, so, so I was I, I I figured it out. I'm like, it's got to be just the tune, like Little Bonnie Food. Like no one's paying attention to the lyrics, right? It's just the rhythm, the the harmony, the whatever it is. What what am I looking for? The yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. it's like like if you stop and thinking about the lyrics, there. All right, we got it. That's the craziest freaking nursery rhyme ever. And there's some crazy ones. London Bridge is falling down. Like that's yeah. cra- like, but it's such a catchy tune that you don't care. So I'm reminded of this crappy song that I hear on B98 just about every morning in the break room. What's the name of this song? I think it's Is, it, is this Dan and Shay? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Dan and Shay. So this I got to hear every day. And I, I always like, I sing along to it because it's a nice like little tune. All right, we, hold on. We're getting commercials. All right, we're getting commercials. We're going to play through the commercials anyway. Um, uh, on the Piccadilly text line, Chuck, uh, goons were Popeye villains, slaves of the sea hag. Bunny Fufu was also of the era of Beanie Boy and Cecil on TV. Oh, that's from like the 50s, Yeah, some background information from uh, political analyst Bill Crane, also (laughs) an expert on 50s uh, nursery rhymes. All right. So this song is playing on B98, and it gets stuck in my head because it's a catchy tune. still shut down the party. You you recognize the song, Longoria? Yeah, yeah. I hope they don't cuss or they cuss. No. No, no cuss. Like a country act. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the main dance this guy's basically talking about drinking whiskey, red wine, champagne. Thinks of his ex girlfriend when he drinks tequila. Big deal. It's it's the worst lyrics I've ever heard. Like it's well, not ever, but it's like, but the song is so catchy. Is it? I don't know. You're talking to the wrong person. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but it's like I'm just I'm coming back to the traffic center, going when I drink tequila, and I'm like, what am I doing? It's all about the hook. The the mu- it's the music totally. This guy could be saying anything. He could be singing when I bop the field mouse and I'd be singing that in the <laughs> So that's what it all is. That yeah. the moral of the story is yeah. that lyrics don't matter. They yeah. they truly do not matter. <laughs> to me they do. To you oh, yeah, to a discerning <laughs> ear they do, but to a jack wagon like me who at 3.30 in the morning is singing Little Bunny Foo-Foo, hopping through the forest, it's the same thing as me saying, when I drink tequila, <laughs> I hate tequila. I can't st- I can't even stand the smell of it. No offense That's- to Jimmy's Tequila and Carnes, right. proud sponsor of the station, but I had a bad experience with tequila like 20 years ago. I can't even smell it anymore. Well, that song's perfect for you. He can't deal with it either. That's true. Yeah, All right. Maybe that's where it hits you. <laughs> it's on a subconscious level. Anyway, random thoughts from my head at 3.30 in the morning. I want to know what Maya was thinking about you singing Little Bunny Foo-Foo at 3.30 this morning. She was out. She was passed oh, out. okay. <laughs> yeah. She was... She was uh, probably like, oh, this guy's crazy. <laughs> How am I going to get out of this house? How can I figure this out? <laughs> She's like, uh, uh, <laughs> Alexa, find me psychoanalysis in Buckhead. Yeah. So, I, so 3.30 in the morning, I don't know where it came from. But I started singing Little Bunny Foo Foo. Longoria's never heard it. I've never you, heard of it. Do you sing nursery rhymes to your daughter, Chuck? 
No. If I did, they're not appropriate. <laughs> no. Does your wife, do you, do you guys, no. is that even a thing, nursery rhymes? Do you yeah, teach your yeah. kids nursery rhymes? Like, my, my girls were doing London Bridges on Sunday. And what is that? London Bridge is falling down. down falling Something about down, the plague. Yeah. Down. London Bridge. It's about the plague? Yeah, I think so. Pocket full of posies. Yeah. Or is it Ring Around the Rosie? Oh, that's Ring Around the Rosie. Ring Around the Rosie is about the plague. And everybody dies. Pocket full of posies. We all fall down. You know, if yeah. you go and look at old stories, they're really very dark. Yeah, that one, that one I think is about the plague or something. It's some horrible thing. London Bridge is where you get the queen. You lock her up, lock her up, lock her up. Find that. Find London Bridge on YouTube and find the Ring Around the Posies. It's about the freaking plague. I'm pretty sure. You're singing songs to yeah, your that's toddlers. why they all fall down and go to ashes. Oh, yeah. my God. That's so yeah. dark. Get God, me out of here, Daniel. Dark. Daniel's on the show. Hello, Daniel. What the hell is going on in this world? I don't know, but it's kind of funny you brought that up because my wife makes fun of me for wearing cargo pants, and I got a, uh, a gallon bag of spaghetti in my pocket <laughs> right now. And I actually have little bunny foo-foo as a ringtone, but it's John Madden. But John, the John, real reason that I caught... Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead, buddy. Frank Caliendo doing John oh, Madden, excellent. but it cracks my daughter up. <laughs> and just picture John Madden singing Little Bunny. I Hooper. love it. I love it. What, um, why, why did you call, though? Um, you were talking about one of the baseball players with the phone in his pocket? Yeah. I don't I don't know which player you were talking about, but Adam Duvall on the Braves. Mm-hmm. Now, if you watch him come up to bat, he looks like he's got one in each of his back pockets. He's a type 1 diabetic. What he has in his oh. back pocket is his constant glucose monitor in one pocket How about and his that? pump in the other pocket. So maybe this guy, I think it was Edmund on St. Louis, the little guy. He had a looked like an iPhone in his back pocket, and he slid on it. Like, it could have been a phone. Yeah. It could have been a phone. But I know, um, I know Adam Duvall carries that, and he said that the cases are made out of the same thing a bicycle helmets are. Oh, so, so it protects it when he slides. Good, stu- good info there, Daniel. Thank you, buddy. That was awesome. Uh... David's in Norcross. David, welcome to the show. Hey, happy New Year to you, by the Thank way. Thank you, sir. What's going on? And hopefully you have an easy fast. I appreciate that, sir. Yeah, from one year to another. <laughs> Mazel tov, my friend. Exactly. So you were part of for three years after me. Anyway, um, I was going to let you know, um, it's funny that you would sing about the little bunny foo-foo. I used to be a camp counselor, and the kids' favorite song that we would sing was Skidabarinky-dinky-doo. What the hell is that? Skid- Chuck's not his head. What is it, Chuck? It would go, it would go Skidabarinky-dinky-dink, Skidabarinky-doo. I love you. How do you get Skidabarinky-dink, Skidabarinky-doo. Do I do? I would think you were full of it, David, but Chuck knows the words, oh, yeah. and he's bobbing his head. Skid- yeah. Say it again. Skidabarinky-doo. I love you in the evening beneath the skies of blue. You know, tomorrow, tomorrow in synagogue, all I'm going to be doing is, is singing uh, these these nursery rhymes. No, can we go out with uh, London Bridge is falling down? It's uh, ring around the ring, rosy. This is ring around the rosy. Hey, let's get in a circle. Apparently, about the plague. Unbelievable. We'll be right back. Karam on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. So is London Bridge about World War One or World War Two or something? Maybe even before that? Wood and clay. Wood and clay. Build it up with wood and clay. My fair lady, wood and clay will wash away. 
It, the lyrics don't even matter. It's just the two. Nope. Uh, all right, that's, whatever. That's what we're doing next week. We're coming up with uh, just catchy tunes. You come up with the music, Deb. I'll come up with the crappy lyrics, and we can do some new nursery rhymes. Robbie joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Robbie. Hey, how's it going? Excellent. What's cooking? Um, well, actually nothing because I'm not home cooking it yet. Well, get yeah, home well, and hurry up. The, the whole thing about the London Bridge and all these other little, quote, nursery rhymes or little songs, they were all thought up before, you know, cell phones and all that other kind of good stuff. So they were actually animated. So there was not, it wasn't just the songs, kind of like the... I, I understand, but little, you know what? Like um, little... War and Peace was written before cell phones, and that's a classic, okay? You know, they, these, these nursery rhymes are not classic. Jeff and Smyrna. Jeff, real quick, what do you have, buddy? Yeah, I've got a six-year-old, and we looked up Little Bunny Foo-Foo one time just because we were odd about the lyrics <laughs> just like you. Yeah. And there was a cartoon out there and it showed all the mice being bludgeoned over the head and turning all bloody. It's sadistic. It it's was crazy. the most sadistic thing I've ever seen. Thank you for backing me up on that, Jeff. All right, let's do star of the show, Justin. Little bunny foo-foo hopping through Are you guys the ready for the market? Scooping up star the field mice and popping them on the head. I'm getting star of the show because I let you into my weird world that uh, I was singing a nursery rhyme at 3.30 this morning. I'm off tomorrow. Uh, all my Hebrew listeners, enjoy your fast. Uh, Shelly Winter filling in tomorrow on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.